Hi, it's Eliana, and today I am going to be discussing the ancient planetary arc ships and what I know about them and some of my experiences. So I had first encountered one of the ancient arc ships through Ayua Muya, and that was the one that was traveling here in our solar system in 2017. So this one is actually a probe and it's also a cedar ship. So it has kind of a vault bank that has different DNA sets of different beings that you can see on planets and also plants and animals, as well as there were there were stasis pods with human beings, extraterrestrial humanoid beings on the ship that were traveling to a specific planet. So this I had done a remote viewing on in 2017 as well. Planetary corporations had pulled me in on a mission to have a look at that particular arc ship. And there's many different types. This one is very elongated and it's long. It's elongated, so it looks like a cigar. And it's made out of different metallic proportions and rock type materials. So in a way it's shielded. When, when scientists looked at it from telescopes, they couldn't tell whether it was an asteroid, a comet, or a meteorite. They couldn't really tell what it was, except Avi Lyob, who actually figured out what it was, because it wasn't producing any off-gassing of any materials. The, the shape was very different. It's not circular, like asteroids or comets or meteorites. So it's very different in shape and the way it looks. So obviously, one of these astrophysicists took some time to study the material that they could gather with the Earth telescopes. Avi Leob really took the time to study this ancient arc ship, and it's a probe. And people are also, some scientists are starting to make the connections that this probe could have been making contact with some of the UAPs that had been spotted since 2019 across the United States waters where the US Navy and military are doing their training exercises. So this probe has some connections with these UAPs and that it's collecting telemetry information about Earth and what's happening on Earth while it was in our solar system. So there is some connection to that. That's just one ancient arc ship probe. And its engines are, were somewhat damaged. When we got to see it, the engines were a little bit damaged. That's why it uses the sun to sort of launch it at a faster speed. So it uses the sun's gravitational forces and the sun's pull to slingshot it to other solar systems. 
because this thing is ancient. It's, you could say it's, it's almost a million years old. And the, these arc ships have been around for a long time. And so that was the first experience that I had with an ancient planetary arc ship. The other experience that I had was remote viewing the Covenant Voyager, huge, huge colony spaceships, or you can even call them space stations, because they have multiple layers. And this one was sort of grayish white. And I remote viewed it because I was looking at the origins of the Ark of the Covenant or the Arks, because there's several of them. And they came from these Covenant Voyager ships. One of them is actually buried somewhere under Israel because it, it landed and it didn't really crash, but it landed and it was huge. And over time, it was buried under layers of sand and basically dirt. So it's under Israel. And that's where one of the Arks of the Covenant went in King Solomon's temple. And it was then when the temple was destroyed, it was buried under the temple. And it's protected by an electromagnetic field. So not just anyone can open that Ark, Ark of the Covenant, number one. There's others. And they all have different types of devices in them for communication, for frequency sound devices. They can even take down city walls. So the, the objects inside these Arcs of the Covenant are quite powerful. And so this particular Ark is buried under King Solomon's temple. And King Solomon worked with magic. He had that ring that could do magic and summon different types of beings. So there's interesting connections to Israel. And I lived in Israel for two and a half years. I actually went where King Solomon's temple stood. And I stood on the mount and I could feel the electromagnetic energy frequency from the Ark of the Covenant. It's there. And so is this Covenant Voyager ship. It's huge. It's designed to travel through space for long periods of time. And then the, there's other ancient arcs, arc ships and space colony type stations that have domed cities on them, multiple le levels of them so they can hold thousands to millions of people. They can travel for thousands of years. Um, so a lot of these beings who are on these ships are ancient builder race beings or descendants of them. They're also cedar races that seed life on other planets. So these arc ships, they come in all kinds of shapes and sizes. They're huge. Um, they're the size, they can be the size of two moons, small moons, or half a planet. So the, these things are big. And the L race left one of these arc ships under Peru. And they utilize crystalline engines to power these ships. So the technology, what's, what's under Peru, they use crystal disks, they use crystal tablets to store 
library repository information about different planets like Venus, Saturn, Mercury, Mars, Earth, the Moon, and other planets that existed in our solar system back then, millions of years ago. So the L race left one of these arc ships on Earth in Peru, under Peru. Um, there's also another type of arc ship under somewhere under Egypt, South America, Antarctica. Antarctica, Antarctica has two shipbuilding facilities. So the Atlanteans used to build their own arc ships uh, near the Atlantean outposts and bases. So there's, when I looked at all this stuff, there's about 12 arc ships, some on Earth and some on other planets like Venus, Mars, the Moon, also Saturn. So, and, and there's 12 of them in total, and some have some of them have been activated. Their light beacons have been activated as the descendants of the ancient ancient builder races are coming back. And these arc ships can sense them, and the cedar races, they're coming back to the solar system. So the the beacons, those long-range waves signal waves that scientists have been picking up that's from these various ancient builder race beings that those long-range signals and they're being transmitted to the light beacons so this is what's happening so i've been looking at all this information and and translating what the, these long-range signals are and why there's so many of them and, and origin of the, these signals. This is how I discovered the 12 arc planetary ships. And they're ancient and they come in different sizes and shapes and forms, just like the um, arc ships that were in Antarctica. One of the arc ships is in Antarctica, actually. That's not Atlantean. That's from one of these ancient races. It's in Antarctica. So along with the shipbuilding facilities and the Atlantean outposts. So a lot of this ancient technology and arc ships are here on Earth and other planets. And they're now active. So human scientists will be able to study this technology soon. And they'll discover that we're not the only ones living on Earth. We're not alone, that other ancient civilizations of other extraterrestrial beings have been coming for this planet for millions of years. So these, these discoveries will be made. And I decided to put all of this information in one document to share with folks what these arc ships look like and what I know about them. So I am going to be discussing that further in this presentation to show what all of this looks like. And because I like to document information when I do remote viewings, when I've had experiences, and these arc ships have been part of my experiences because I also did a galactic soul reading report 
for an individual where they had lived on a modern, modern arc ship, huge elongated arc ship that travels through space, through hyperspace. And when they're not in hyperspace, they're studying different planets. They also have the cedar bolts so they could see life on other planets, repopulate life, or see new life on planets that they discover. So, and, and this individual was helping to teach the beings on these ships for the soul to ascend, teaching the higher dimensional aspects of soul life on these vessels, these arc ships or colony spaceships that you can call them. And they all have these large dome cities. They have parks, they have oceans, they have mountains, they have their, their own light sources, they have crew quarters. So you wouldn't be able to tell the difference that you're not on a planet because they could simulate the environment so well when you're there. It, it's like you could, it almost seems like you are on a planet when you're in these domed environments because there's the biodomes for the animals, the plant life, and there's the domes for the humans or extraterrestrials with green spaces and there's crew quarters. So they have everything that they need to sustain life for long periods of time. So this was what I was seeing in the galactic soul reading report for the individual. And he was working on evolving the souls of these beings to live longer, to be healthy. That, that was the individual's job on that particular arc space colony ship. And he, that, that individual saw all of those environments and through them, I saw those environments as well. So there's, there's modern colony, colonization ships, arc ships, more modern versions of the ancient ones still traveling out in space with living beings on them. So it's very interesting what I saw and it's all in this new presentation. Ancient planetary arc spaceships and the beacons of light. I have known about the ancient planetary arc spaceships ever since I had gone on a mission in 2017 to study the ancient probe and cedar ship called Ayua Muya, where I found out that this ship had stasis beings on it and also genetic materials of different species, animals, and plant life in order to seed other planets in the DNA fault banks that they have on that ship. My second connection with seeing the ARC ships was, was when I had done a galactic soul reading report for an individual and there was information about him living on one of the more modern colony ARC ships helping people with their soul evolution and to assist the soul to transition to the higher dimensions when it was ready to move on from its physical existence. These colony arc ships can travel for thousands of years in hyperspace and they are exploring planets when, out of, when they are out of hyperspace as well. They have DNA banks and vaults in order to seed planets 
with different species of extraterrestrials, human life, animals, and plants in order to repopulate planets if need be, or to create new life forms and seed them on the planets. A year ago, I had done an additional remote viewing about the origins of where the Arks of the Covenants originated from, and it turned out that it's from Covenant ships that are Voyager ships that are similar to those of the planetary Ark ships. Here's the information about the Covenant ships. There are colony ships that looked like space stations and they were called Covenant Space Voyagers. These Covenant Space Voyagers had carried the Arks of the Covenants and brought them to Earth. One of the Covenant colony ships may have ended up somewhere deep under the Earth in Israel and not far from the Temple of Solomon. King Solomon had collected some very exotic artifacts and relics, so it's not surprising that the Ark ended up in Israel. The original Ark of the Covenant acts like a storage device, housing a machine which can make mana food from seaweed. There is a weapon device in the Ark that can destroy cities with ultrasound frequencies and another device that can be used as a way of sending and receiving back communications data from extraterrestrials. It is a dial-up generator. As well, there are many pulse portal generators to open up teleportation portals. Some of the other arcs have staffs in them that emit electrical frequency, which can part oceans. So that's what it looked like what Moses was doing, like parting the ocean for the Israelites to um, the people that eventually would be the Israelites to, to escape from Egypt. So that particular device came from one of the arcs of the covenant that had been in Egypt. So there's a total of three to four arcs, not just one. And all the arcs had different technologies in them. So this is what a covenant Voyager craft looks like. It's almost like a mini space station and it has different domes and stuff and cities. So it could house thousands, even millions of beings on it. So that's one of the Covenant Space Voyagers colony arc ships that's somewhere under Israel, deep in the earth. The ancient planetary arc ships have crystalline engines and library repositories stored on crystal technology that interfaces with crystal chips and tablets, holding information about various planetary histories, including Earth, Earth, Mars, Venus, Moon, Mercury, Saturn, and other planets, solar systems, and galaxies. Some of these planetary arc ships had been left on Earth, on Earth specifically under Peru by the El race, and also the various ancient, ancient builder races that had been the founding cedar races to see life on planets. There are several planetary arc ships in Antarctica, Egypt, South America and other remote places on Earth where the dark forces could not find and open these colony ships in order, in order to remove the advanced technologies that exist on these ships, like, for example, life extension medical devices, crystalline technology, holographic supercomputer inter interfaces, 
stasis pods, and regeneration pods that can heal the body completely, as well as give people a chance to live longer and slow down the aging process or completely reverse it so that people are young again, up to their mid-20s. The planetary arc ships have activation light beacons on them. So the planetary arc ships have activation beacons on them. So when the long range space signals are activated, these beacons pick up these transmissions and the colony ships become active so that when the ancient builder race descendants or the cedars return, these arc ships become fully functional to work with and the human scientists can discover them at some point and we will know that extraterrestrial life exists. From what I have seen currently, there are 12 active planetary arc ships, with some of them being on Earth, Mars, Venus, Saturn, the Moon, and also being activated in the Andromeda galaxy to assist with finding new life, changing discoveries, by Earth scientists at some point in our near future that will help to introduce us to the concepts of humanoid-looking extraterrestrials being in existence in the universe and us eventually needing them in order to change how things function and operate on Earth to clean up pollution, stop the wars, and to stop the darkness of the human cabals on this planetary body and other places in the universe. While exploring what the planetary arc ships look like, some of them seem like they are made out of metallic and rock materials in order to hide what their true forms are of being large colony planetary ships and other variations of these arc ships are made out of smooth reflective metals that have cloaking on them so the ships cannot be detected by telescopes or radar. So these, some of these um, arc ships do have cloaking technology, which can cloak it from being seen by telescopes and radar. The planetary arc ships are elongated and very large as they can fit many people on them from thousands to millions. As well, there are floating space colonies in domed cities that look like bio-living space stations traveling out in space with world engines that function with crystalline technologies. And these space colonies can easily travel to different galaxies or be in space, or they can be in space orbit around planetary bodies. These space colonies have the fully working and functioning dome cities with lakes oceans, rivers, mountains, parks, animals, plants, and various living habitats for extraterrestrials and humans working together for the evolution of all living beings. So working together for the evolution of all living beings. So extraterrestrials and humans are working together to improve what's going on and to form connections. There is also crew quarters, civilian living quarters, bridges, engine rooms, observation decks, docking stations, and much more on these space colonies as they are circular looking in some areas, especially the domed cities with many levels comprising the space colonies. I had seen some of the domed cities on these space colonies 
as the Pleiadians and the Andromedans helped to build them so that evolved humans can come for visits and learn what it is like to live in harmony and peace with other species in biodome living environments that have full gravity. So these, these colony ships have full gravity and everything to sustain life while, while traveling out in space in arc ships or space colony stations. So here are some examples of what, of what the planetary arc ships and the space colony stations look like. So this is the first one that looks like similar to a Ayuamuya with rock features, metallic surfaces. That's the first planetary arc ship. These are the elongated ones, planetary arc ships. So they're very large. This is three other ones that sort of look like Ayuamuya, um, but they have some distinct shapes and they have huge docking bays so they can house multiple other craft inside them as well as living beings. So this, this is one of the arc ships that looks similar to Ayuamuya in its shape, um, except the rock material is not covering it. So it's very elongated. You can see it has many different sections to it. Some of these can be half the size of a planet from what I've seen. And this is another one. Um, it's, very much has a metallic surface and it's obvious what it is. So it's, it's not being hidden or masked with anything. Um, it's a long arc ship. It's one of the modern versions. And this is another modern version of a planetary arc ship. This can be almost the size of a huge planet itself. This is large. This is one of the larger ones that I've seen. This, this can travel in outer space for thousands of years on exploratory missions of planets and seeding life on planets. So this is another arc ship that has a very interesting design to it. It's not a typical one. So they come, they come in many, many shapes and sizes. And this is a space colony ship, which has the city domes on it. It's large, it has many different levels. So this is what has the parks, the oceans, the lakes, the green space environments. And it could travel in outer space and it could stay in planetary orbit if need be. And it has world engines. Several years ago, I had done presentations about there being ancient shipbuilding facilities in Antarctica from the Atlantean outpost structures, and that the Atlanteans had built what looked like arc ships that, can travel, that could travel in long-range space exploration and expeditions. So the ancient builder race and the cedar planetary arc ships look somewhat similar in design to what the Atlanteans had developed 
in their ancient shipbuilding facilities in Antarctica about 2 million years ago. The Atlantean outpost building, buildings and structures in Antarctica, as well as, uh, as well as the shipbuilding facilities, had various types of architectural styles from different time periods of Atlantis' exist existence. So there were also variations of the arc ships, ship models that I had seen when I had been stationed in Antarctica. And so this is one of the shipbuilding facilities that's in Antarctica that I had seen. Looks advanced. Um, and this is beside the Atlantean outposts and bases and their cities. The Atlanteans had built several different types of variation models of the ARC ships that were manufactured and launched from the Atlantean shipbuilding facilities in Antarctica. These ARC ships were designed for deep long range space exploration expeditions and for seeding life on newly discovered planets. So they would build these types of ships specifically to do that and to be also able to travel off planet from Earth. And so this is the other shipbuilding facilities and there's two of them that I was able to see in Antarctica. They're still in existence actually because some of these outposts were not destroyed. So they're still there. The reptilians didn't destroy everything. Some of the Atlantean outposts are still there and so are the shipbuilding facilities because what was in Antarctica is actually more intact because it's protected. It's under the ice and some of it is on the surface. So it survived the reptilian attacks. So this is what some of those ships look like. Some of them are circular, so they look like saucers. Some of them are elongated. They're, these arc ships, they have various shapes and sizes. So this is one of the shipbuilding facilities, what it used to look like when Antarctica was still a tropical continent. This is what it looked like before it was covered by ice. So this is what it looked like about 2 million years ago, just as an example. And this is what the Atlantean outposts looked, looked like and still look like. They were always built near water and in, to protect natural environments and habitats on Earth, not to interfere with nature. And that was two million years ago. This is one of the more ancient arc ships of the ancient build, builder races and the cedar races. This is similar to what the Pleiadians and Andromedans can build. Um, this is one of the space colony arc stations that have those dome cities and loving environments. And there's arc ships beside it. So many of these were launched. And I know of 12 of them. And again, this is the domed stations with the colony ships the stations so they're they could be several levels very large some of them can even be larger than a whole planet um, the size of earth 
And these things are very advanced. As you can see, there's cities, there's parks, there's everything within them, and they're domed. That, that can travel out in space. So this is a colonization domed ship. There's different variations of it. Here's another one. See, it's quite large and has several levels to it. And here's a version where they have three domes connected together, traveling in outer space. So this is what they look like. And here's another version of close-up that you can have a look. There's like, you could have large forests with lakes and rivers. Some of them even have oceans with something that simulates the sun of, of energy outputs that looks like the sun. So you have day and night. So you have, and it simulates gravity. It simulates everything that you would need to live on these domed colonization ships for long periods of time. Sometimes you can't even tell that you're off planet when you're in one of these domed cities with the green spaces and living environments. So this is what the ancient planetary colonization ships looked like that had the domed cities as well as being connected to the space colony cities and traveling space stations. The colonization space colony ships can be as large as two small moons or half a planet in size as well as the size of a whole planet. So many different beings can live on these space colony ships even for thousands of years as they travel in space exploring planets and seeding life on new worlds or planets that need to be repopulated. So this is what a lot of these planetary arc ships look like and the space colonization ships or space stations with the domed cities, colony cities on them. Many different variations of them and they're quite advanced. Some of them are very old and ancient, some are more modern and newer ones because they still build them. So it's, it's quite interesting um, that I was able to experience being on some of them and to remote view some of the other ones. It's quite, it's quite an honor to be able to have seen this stuff and report back what I saw. And again, there's many variations of them. Yeah, they're quite, quite something to look at. So this, this is, and this is my own model design that I drew. And the other images are from the internet reference likenesses. So I just wanted to share that with you today and show you what this stuff looks like. So thank you so much and namaste.